Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. If you've heard our episode on multi-factor authentication, you probably already know that authenticator apps are one of your choices for securing an account. Now, if you haven't heard that, here's a quick explanation and a refresher for the rest of you. Multi-factor authentication makes your account more secure by requiring two different things from you when you log in. Typically, one is a password. That's called something you know. And the other thing could be something you have. The something you have could be a physical object, like one of those Yubi keys. You can stick that in a USB port. Sometimes you can tap it for NFC. Or it might just be a text message with a code you need to type in. That would make the something you have be your phone, which is probably the most common method people will experience these days. But text messages can be intercepted. We have a whole episode on SIM swapping that explains how. So a more secure way that is a bit more convenient than the physical key is an authenticator app. Google Authenticator, Authy, Microsoft has one, etc. The app generates a new numeric code on a set time scale. Typically, it's a six-digit code every 30 seconds. When you log in, you put in your password, the thing you know, then the site asks for your code. You pick up your phone, you open the Authenticator app, look at the code, type it in, and you're in. It's secure because you're the only one who has your phone, and the most important part, that code is not traveling over the internet. It's not going by text message. Nobody can intercept it unless they're looking over your shoulder. But wait, you're like, hold on. (laughs) If there's no communication between the website you're trying to log into and your Authenticator app, how does it know your code is right? Let's help you know a little more about Authenticator apps. Now, we should probably have called this episode about time-based one-time passwords because the code that the Authenticator generates is a time-based one-time password, or TOTP. You may say, why not T-B-O-T-P? It's time-based. Well, try saying T-B-O-T-P and T-O-T-P. I think you'll know immediately why. Anyway, it's all right there in the name. Time-based, one-time. It's a code that is only meant to be used once and within a limited amount of time. It's different from your regular password because you don't know it. You're not trying to memorize it, and it changes all the time. You have to look at the authenticator generating it to know what it is at any given moment. And since you have the app on the phone that you have, it counts as something you have. 
So where does that code, where does that TOTP come from? How is that made? It's created by an algorithm. And the reason it can be the same without transmitting anything over the internet is identical versions of the algorithm run both in your Authenticator app and on the server for the website you're trying to log into. Now, to distinguish your code from all the other people trying to log in, you use a shared secret that only the server and the Authenticator app have access to. Typically, the shared secret is created on the server when you set up the connection, and then you share that with the Authenticator app. It's quite often a QR code. You can just scan that with your phone, since apps usually run on phones with cameras. But if you're doing it on a device that doesn't have a camera, it can also be a longer code that you would type in manually. Either way, the connection to the server is end-to-end encrypted to stop any eavesdropping, and the shared secrets are stored with strong encryption at rest on both ends. Once it's set up, that's the only time it travels over the internet. You're never sending it again. So that limits any possibility of it getting stolen. Now, that secret is unique to the device it's on and to the user it's associated with on the server. So that's how the server can know, oh, it's coming from you because that shared secret is only associated with you and your device is the only one that has it. There's not other devices with that shared secret. Now, how do we make sure that it knows which code is generated at the same time? There's a lot of complex math, of course, to make it hard to predict, but essentially, to oversimplify, the algorithm makes what's called a hash, combining the current time, so that everybody knows, oh, we're doing it at the same time, to the nearest 30 seconds with your shared secret. And no, you don't need to be in the same time zone as the site you're logging into. Uh, That's because the time we're talking about isn't clock time, it's Unix time. And you don't have to be running a Unix computer to use Unix time, but it's not affected by time zones. Unix time is the number of seconds elapsed from January 1st, 1970 at midnight, UTC, non-leap seconds for those of you who care. The server and the device just need to have a way of tracking current time either by an internal clock that is very accurate. So sometimes you'll see these on dongles that don't have a connection that has a very accurate internal clock and you need to make sure that battery never dies or checking server time. Uh, your phone can do that. It can look at the network and go, okay, that's that's the actual time. That's the Unix time right now. Even so, there may be a little drift between the server and your device, especially because of things like internet latency and such. So the time is rounded usually to the nearest 30 seconds. That way your clocks, they just need to be pretty close within a second of each other. They don't need to be precisely the same. You get a lot of padding there. As long as the device you have can calculate the correct time within 30 seconds, which it should be able to do, then it will calculate the same number as the server because it's got approximately the same time It's rounded to the same amount. It's using the shared secret. It's using the shared algorithm. That code will refresh with a new one every 30 seconds because you're within 30 seconds, right? So if someone wants to see your code, look over your shoulder and then try to use it an hour later, they won't be able to use it. Even if they get that code, they've only got 30 seconds to use it. And because humans can be slow, Some implementations will count the previous code as accurate. So, okay, maybe they have 60 seconds to be able to use it. But 
it's a small amount of time. It limits the chance that somebody's going to be able to use that code. Now, if you're still having a hard time imagining how this code gets created, here's another way to think about it. Let's say Kelly and Al want to be certain that their text messages have not been compromised. They're sending messages to each other, but they're just paranoid folks. And they're like, okay, we're going to agree on a system to put a code in our text message that only you and I know. That way we can be sure that the message is from one of us. However, they're exceptionally paranoid, so they're going to change that code every hour. That way somebody can't just see one of their messages and have the code and use it later, right? But they also can't always be checking in with each other on the code or else why would they need to text, right? They'd they'd be near each other. So they agree to take their mutual favorite number, which just happens to be 1,590,876, and multiply that hard-to-guess number, it's a secret, nobody else knows it, by the hour. So at 10 a.m., the code would be 15,908,760. At 11 a.m., it changes to 17,499,636. Hard to guess if you're not thinking about it very hard. Now, granted, in our example, it wouldn't be impossible for somebody to reverse engineer this. So remember, in practice, TOTP systems use much more complicated hashing algorithms that are almost impossible to reverse engineer with current computer power. In fact, you could probably call it impossible with computer power that we have now. The point of all of this, though, is that if your username and password were to get leaked and somebody knew them, an attacker would not be able to get into your account without also getting your authenticator code. They have to have both. And to get the code, they would either need to get your device away from you and use it, or less likely crack into the server, get the algorithm, decrypt the shared secret. That's not going to happen. So your device is probably the weak spot. And if you protect your device with a thumbprint or face ID and a really hard to crack passcode, then even if they get their your device, it's going to be hard for them to get at your authenticator. Of course, the downside is that if you lose your phone, you lose the authenticator app. Now, most sites have a recovery mechanism in those cases, but they intentionally make that very difficult to deter malicious actors as you would want them to. Uh, There are other options. Apps like Authy and Google Authenticator now will let you share your secret between devices. Authy stores it in the cloud, which I know mildly reduces the security since you have more than one device that could be stolen. And in Authy's case, you're also trusting their cloud encryption to protect your shared secret, but you're already trusting the server to protect your shared secrets. So you're just trusting one more thing. Uh, And also, all your shared secrets are in one place if you're using Authy for everything. Uh, But it's still more secure than, say, SMS or, or, or other methods. In the end, though, authenticator apps are pretty simple to understand. You share a secret securely between the app and the server you want to log into at setup and never again. Your app and the server use the same complex algorithm to calculate a code based on Unix time and your shared secret. That code will change every 30 seconds or so, but all you need to do is have your phone on you, look at it, and type in that code when you need to log in. And your login is made well more secure than it would be if you didn't do this. Now, is YubiKey more secure? Sure. It's less recoverable, too. 
pass keys are the next thing in line to succeed from multi-factor authentication. Pass keys make this process easier by automating some of this process so you don't have to do anything but have the device and at most tap on a button that says, yeah, log me in or no, don't. We have an episode about pass keys as well if you want to find out more about those. Hey, I want to say thanks to Big Jim, who sent an email suggesting this topic. Great suggestion. I hope you, Jim, and you, not Jim, who's listening to this, know a little more about Authenticator apps. Know a Little More is available without ads to direct supporters at patreon.com slash more. It was researched, written, and hosted by me, Tom Merritt. Editing and production provided by Anthony Lamos and Dog and Pony Show Audio. It's issued under a Creative Commons Share Attribution 4.0 international license. Dog and Pony Show Audio. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.